Now, Christianity has its 13th apostle, a faithful witness to the love, mercy, and truth of Jesus Christ. How about you? Will you be the 13th apostle? The synodal way is that the way, the truth, and the life. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 13th apostle, where we explore the good, the beautiful, and the true of the Catholic faith and the Catholic church. This is Tom Caffrey, without my co-host, Dan Duddy. He is uh, down south on family matters. So this is not a solo episode because uh, we have uh, visiting us, Deacon Chuck Kelly, my former colleague at WQPH. Hey, Tom. For those of you in Zimbabwe, Nairobi, uh, Kazakhstan, who are listening for the first time, how do you spell your last name, Deacon Chuck? K-E-L-L-E-Y. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very good. And Jim Mulvihill, a uh, familiar voice, the gravelly, raspy voice of wisdom. <laughs> how you doing, Jim? Good, Tom. How you doing? Deacon Chuck, how you doing? Uh, All right. Great. Good to be with you. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about the synod on synodality that just concluded and based on some of the report the final report uh that's not the ultimate uh final report that'll be next year from pope francis and uh deacon chuck you're you're a, a man of you're the institutional catholic here for sure uh and uh the hierarchy it just occurred to me in, in, in the context of this conversation, what I had just said was that Deacon Shuck, um, well, Deacon Shuck, I would love to see the final report written by Deacon Shuck, but <laughs> since we're going to have to wait for that until he becomes Pope by acclamation. Uh, Pope Humble the Great. That, you know, what? Pope Humble the Great. You look, you look popish, though. You do uh, have that popish, doesn't he, Jim? He yeah. has that popish look. You notice the white smoke behind him? I'm wondering That's what it. that means. Hey. The New Jersey Jim, skyline. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, there is a uh, Deacon Chuck has done some sort of a faux background. Now we're going to throw those, you know, we got the Latin church, we got French now, the faux background of this, uh, you know, good old manufacturing plants. Uh, that's right. And the, but my father, that's from New Jersey. <laughs> that's, that's for, you know, this is radio now. So okay. if people don't see, your irrepressible uh, mischief-making. The psych gag. That I can picture in second grade, okay? Not that you're reminding me of a second grader right now, just third grade. But uh, you have an image of the uh, part of the New Jersey Turnpike uh, skyline uh, as uh, we tell people in the world that New Jersey is the medicine cabinet of the world. <laughs> and, you know, we make the world run. So... Uh, you're a turnpike tourist. That's what my father would call you. You think you know New Jersey by driving down the turnpike? I've been called worse. <laughs> so, so you're uh, you're you're uh, as I said, institutional uh, churchman. You're a uh, man of the cloth as a deacon. 
and I can't wait to get into the uh, female uh, deacon subject, uh, particularly with you. But Jim is going to be a real close second in terms of that topic. Uh, so do you know what happens if Pope Francis, let's say he's supposed to give his final report in November of 2024. Right. And the, the good Lord brings him home. Hmm. So what, that, before that, or uh, after? Let me look that I've seen before on you. Uh, <laughs> it's, the deer, answer we all... it's a deer in the head. That was not the question I expected. <laughs> and I thought we were talking about I've the never Senate. seen deer in the New Jersey Turnpike, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so this report, all kidding aside, we've got, uh, as we kind of talked a little bit, uh, locker room talk before we went on the air. And... Uh, in fact, more pointedly to Jim as more like the man in the street uh, guy, you know, man in the pew. Synods, councils, anything that church hierarchy does is supposed to filter down uh, to the laity, to the pew, uh, and then to the church in, in the world, uh, the church in the wider world. That's, you know, document from Vatican Council too, Gaudium et Spes. So the church in the modern world. Uh, so it's got a, a, and unfortunately the bad gets filtered down to the people as well, uh, which we've known over the last, you know, well, with the, with the scandals and whatnot. So what the church hierarchy does should matter. So one of the things in the, uh, in the synod, you know, this is all about listening it's all get, getting our separate uh, tables. I think there were, what, 400 people uh, invited, bishops and laity. And this synodal way is about listening. How can we grapple, discuss the issues that matter to the laity without much rancor and where we get something of value, again, to, to the people? And so I know a concern in this papacy, this pontificate, Pope Francis, is the clarity. Is there a clarity of, of, of a message? So the first question is, Deacon Chuck, in terms of the hierarchy and the inclusion of, for the first time to this extent, a lady. Now, this is not a council. Granted, this is a, this is a synod. It has great limitations on it. Uh, no decisions are are really made, or it's a decision to not decide. Uh, but so, how do how do you how do you you're in the rank and file? So how do you see this synod in terms of well, your relationship with your bishop and and these topics that sure. come up that in your pastoral work right. you run into? Yeah, no, absolutely, and and yeah, there's a lot of good questions, and I think a lot of it is very new for. For so many of us, you know, I mean, this is not something that we've had to, as you say, grapple with before. So I, I think we're all just trying to run and, and kind of get caught up in doing so. I uh, We were talking earlier about the, the synod, you know, the website itself, you know, I mean, I don't want to know what every pundit in the world is saying about the synod. You know, I don't you know, I don't want to get my information from someone else's opinion. I want to know what the synod itself is saying, you know, where do you go? Where do you go to get the source? And that's uh, the synod.va. So www.synod.va. Uh, that's the official website of the synod. And that's where you can discover for your own selves uh, the definition of what a synod is. Now, traditionally, it's been known as a, a general assembly, a meeting of bishops in Rome, period. That's it. 
you know, it's been very simplistic. Uh, there were about nine or so definitions of this synod that speak about uh, a lot of the terms that we've heard that, you know, a synod is a gathering of the faithful in order to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church and asking her to do and to be. Uh, it can be uh, and involve the faithful in different ways, pastors with lay people, bishops with other ordained ministers, popes with bishops, an exercise of mutual listening, a, a generalist meaning of walking together. Uh, and, and so many of these these uh, terms that we've, we've come to hear as of recent. Uh, so again, I would just say that it's, it's, what do I think of it? I think it's new. And uh, I think it's something that, uh, uh, you know, we continue to try to figure out what it is, uh, just because there's so many different definitions. I, and to be honest with you, at this point, I can't quite nail it down to a particular uh, sentence or distill it down to any one, uh, one definition. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to get beyond the definition because we got to, you know, people want to know what did they say, you know, and is it going to, is it, what's going to change? Is anything going to change? Jim, do you have any concerns about the, the synod uh, and what they're mulling over? Well, as, as, um, you refer to me as the man in this, the man in the street. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I might be coming at it from a different direction than, than either of you two. Um, first of all, I, you had uh, used the phrase is, I, I believe you used the phrase, or I'm paraphrasing you. Um, is this being directed by by Francis? Um, and I'm no, you know, I, I, I'm going to use the wrong term. I'm not. I've never been a uh, a big fan of, of this Pope, um, and mostly because um, he seems to give mixed messages, um, at least the way I interpret some of, some of his statements. Uh, I, I just have a hard time following his thought process sometimes. I, I kind of have the idea of which, of which way this, this synod is leading, uh, is, is leading, and which way, which direction it seems to be wanting to take the church. Um, it's certainly not not a, uh, a typical traditional uh, church that that I, that I grew up knowing. Um, but I, there was one other thing I, I thought of: is 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 it a false premise that this synod is looking to, to be more inclusive and and to uh, to listen more to people? But it isn't that a false premise. Have we has the church not been listening? Has the church not been shepherding all its people? Uh, I, I, you know, it's just it's just confusing. I've been trying to follow it for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I followed uh, Deacon Chuck. I followed on that website. I've also um, caught Raymond Arroyo a couple of times in some of the interviews he's been doing with people who are there. And uh, it just, um, I don't know. I, I, I come out as as a, as a man of the street, man in the, in the pew. Uh, Confused, and I think it's going to lead to a lot of confusion in the pews. Uh, that's that's just my personal opinion, you know. So if they, if they come to well, I guess while everybody's waiting for the, the as I said, the ultimate final report from Pope Francis, uh, it's going to be we're going to have hash out sessions after hash out sessions, and say, maybe wondering what decisions he's going to make. Uh, will it impact? 
uh, how it will impact us. People are fearful of the change. Again, uh, Deacon Chuck, from your pastoral standpoint, what's knowing this Pope's and this pontificate, do you hear any concerns? Uh, can you think of concerns, the stuff that you've read uh, uh, mm-hmm. about what they're, the, the issues they're talking about uh, in this uh, in this synod? Yeah, I guess the, for me, the general um, response that I've I've heard from others and some of the questions that I get are um, confusion. Uh, kind of Jim, to your point, you know, it's I, I think there's just so many definitions uh, about what know, though. Well, what is the synod, synodality? What what is the synod itself? I mean, there's again nine definitions of the synod. There's uh, synodality itself. That's a whole brand new word, and it seems to have elastic borders. Um, it's a it's it's yeah, but they're fine. not they're not they're not concerned about that. It's like the issues. What are the issues in the synod that concern? Well, like, yeah, I think yeah. Alluding what, to what is it going to lead to? If you if you don't understand the definition, look. If we're going to have a conversation and you don't understand what the words are, you know, how are you ever going to understand what the fruit of that is going to be? You know, con- clarity equals clarity. You know, confusion equals confusion. You know, I think so. About people, what though? About any topic. For this one in particular. Yeah, but what are the topics? What what I'm getting at is what are the right. topics that they're about which they are having li- these listening or had these listening sessions over the last four weeks? The concern, the con- I don't think the concern is about what a definition of synodal or synodality. It's what are they talking about doing in this synodal process? I mean, let's get to it. Let's get right to it. I mean, with the concern about female clergy yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Who, about, who, who is the synod aimed at that's that's one of the that's one of the things i first started thinking who is it aimed at I mean, yeah because i i haven't i've only gone i'm going by what, what i've read i'm not i'm not going by what i heard on some uh some other show <laughs> you know i'm going by what i'm reading from the documents i don't know if you've read them but uh you know that when you look at the themes of the synod, it's it's communion. Uh, we find it's uh, that we share its roots in the unity of the Trinity. It's participation that the faithful are qualified, uh, and it's and it's about mission. So these are the these are the things that uh, come up as themes. I don't see any real fruit coming out of that. You say, well, what is the the hot topics, right? Where are you, where are those coming from? You know, identify them if you want. Let's do a parallel with our congressional body. You know uh, that. We know that the only way we can know is in the, in the history of probably publications of news media uh, throughout humanity, human history, pamphlets, documents, whatever it is, websites, TV, radio in the modern age, you know, the internet, social media. What's the clanging? What's what's what are the what's the concerns? If Congress has a bill and there's all these constituencies that are in this bill or want something in that bill. Well, then certain things are kept in and certain things are taken out and they both have significance. So that's what I'm getting at with with this synod. You know what the the concerns about you do. You know, there's a lot of energy about LGBTQ. You know, there's a lot of energy about about the concerns of blessing same sex marriage, about uh, women and ordinations, all of those things, which I've heard time, which they're doing, which they're doing in German, Germany and Belgium. But doesn't that doesn't that strike at the underpinnings of the church? 
with church teachings? When you look at, uh, if we're talking about the synod or we're talking about what uh, what others are doing and, you know, before the synod is even concluded or there's some final documents. I guess no, these know- topics were, these topics were discussed throughout the synod. So it's not like, okay, well, there's nothing in this final document. Why isn't there anything? Because people in the pews are going to be asking, women are going to be asking, why weren't the why weren't women included in this document about uh, uh, clergy? Uh, whether it's deacon or you know, priest is really stretching it big time. LGBTQ, right. you know, they're going to say, hey, we want our union blessed. Why isn't that in there? We're not going to, we're, we're going to leave the church because we don't want this. So, so, I mean, the, it's not just those two issues. And in America, those are probably the two biggest ones. Uh, but the, the, it's like we have a blue ribbon commission. And there's so far, there's no decision. Now, granted, in the Senate, there's not supposed to be a definitive decision. But you... This is like kicking the can down the uh, down the road, which is what politicians do all the time. Exactly. Well, that's what the, the Senate purpose, if you read the definition of the Senate purpose, it says it's not to produce documents, but to plant dreams, uh, to draw forth prophecies and visions, allow hope to flourish, inspire trust, bind up wounds. So should women uh, dream about being clergy? Well, it seems like it's a dumping of all of these puzzle pieces on the table. You know, it, it, it there is no... Uh, there's no nothing's finalized here you know it to me it's just it's a it's this big dumping of all of these ideas and thoughts that are that that are coming from all the quarters that have been invited to uh, to uh, give air to so i think at some point there'll be some final statement that will hopefully uh, at least make sense of it and and uh, determine some direction well, the western europeans the western europeans they want some of these big social changes the africans don't now i'm i'm generalizing but yeah, i don't you know I everything i've read it's i'm not far off so right. this is you know th- this is that they do talk about in in this synod in the document about accompaniment they talk about co-responsibilities right between the lady and and, and the clergy especially especially the bishops yeah, I've heard some people, uh, some of the lady, I've heard some of the religious uh, sisters. And if they're from Western Europe, they have a totally different view of what should what the Catholic Church should be than right. somebody from, let's say, Eastern Europe or Africa or Asia. Uh, so, yeah, sir. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the, the biggest concerns I would have is that, you know, it's been said that the church is neither a monarchy uh, or democracy, which is actually, it's, it's not true. I mean, of course, the church is a monarchy. And by the way, in all of those definitions, whether you're talking about the synod or synodality or the, I've, there's, Jesus is not mentioned once. Uh, the church is a monarchy. We have a monarch. It's Jesus Christ, the king of the universe. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords, right? There are 42 kings over a period of 100 years in the Old Testament. We've got King Saul, King David, King Solomon. <laughs> and and by the way, we have a, we have a queen. Um, of, of course it's a monarchy. Um, you know, our, our blessed mother, you know, when you're baptized, you're baptized priest, prophet, and king. Bishops are called princes of the church. Um so it, it, the church has all the earmarks of a monarchy and Christ is our king. Those are the types of things that I'm looking to hear. Those are the things that I'm looking for validation of is that, you know, uh, who is the church? It's all, And it seems like, again, it's just the, 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 
intent, and I, I can only guess at it because it, it's uh, quite confusing. Um, it, it just seems to be, you know, this dumping out of all of these puzzle pieces to almost try to re-figure out what the church is. I think only, hopefully, to come back to the realization that it, it, it is a monarchy and we have a king. Yep. But does, you that know make, what? does that make sense? I mean, well, you know, I see this almost as a Pandora's box. Once, once you've got this box open and you dump those pieces out, I can almost, I can almost see um, a, a schism in, this, in the church over this. I really can. Because you knew the lead up to this synod, you kind of knew the discussions that were going to take place. You know, women clergy, LGBTQ, and 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 some and some other topics. But you 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 kind of got the idea of which way this was going to slant. Um, and I I don't see anything I I don't see anything good coming from this. And then when you when you talk well, about well, I yeah, I just I don't see anything clear coming from it. I just don't see any clarity. Well, and let, if it's not what in using your phrase, if it's not. If it's not clear, then it's not good. If you don't have clarity, then it's not it's not good, you know. And I don't see clarity coming from this. I see more confusion coming. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I think at the end of it, you know, hopefully after there's, you know, when you've uh, you've opened up the door for the dialogue, that there'll be some fruit, you know. I mean, it it does in a way seem like it's a war on clericalism. You know, I think that that's always been thrown around is that, you know, the, the clericalism is an ill of the church. It's a perversion. And, you know, the, the reality is, is that we do have a monarch. And I, I think that, I don't know whether it's a, I don't know, a battle against hierarchy, but the church is indeed a hierarchy. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, right. And so. But it's also a bureaucracy, just like any other bureaucracy too. Right. I, and to that, to Jim's point, you know, the, collection we you know we know what's happened to a lot of the money too much of the money that's gone into the collection baskets over the last uh 20 plus years money that could have been wisely spent for the poor and uh, and whatnot so we have a say in this uh, this is uh we are part of the mystical body of christ even though it's this uh a monarchy uh uh, it's we we have a say and uh, and I think well it, I, to wrap this up I would say that my concern is that that my concern was that there were uh, in my opinion there was too much focus on what's called a uh, a Christian anthropology which is man as the focus as opposed to divine revelation and that's um, uh, that's that might tie in with what Deacon Chuck said about didn't see a mention of Christ. Uh, right. So, all, right. all right. Well, I don't, we haven't pushed this can down the road. We're, we're chasing, we're chasing that can. We're chasing the church to say, Hey, listen, okay, you're going to stop. You're going to make a decision, but let's, uh, it, we, we want you to hear uh, our voices as well. Crystal clear. So, all right, guys, good conversation. This is, uh, it's going to go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe until late 2024. So God bless you guys. God bless. And, Great. God bless. God bless, Deacon Chuck. God, God bless, bless you guys. Followed by your prayer intentions with Peter and Jemmy, WQPHradio.org. Your support means a great deal to us and uh, makes it easier and 
more enjoyable to do these uh, episodes. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. God bless all. You are listening to WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg. And now a word from author Peter and Jimmy, who is the host of Your Prayer Intentions, taking place every Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Whether you're donating money or giving us prayers, without you, we don't go on. And if you do want to help us go on, please consider going to wqphradio.org. There's a donate button there. You can give once, you can give monthly, and it makes a difference. It keeps all of our shows, and we have a great lineup of shows keeps us going and whether you're a fan of uh your prayer intentions whether you like steve's show benedict's hammer sundays at midnight whether you like brother matthew and brother anthony from from the housetops which is on sundays 10 30 a.m and 4 p.m whether you're a fan of the children's rosary which we have every day at 5 p.m seven days a week whether you like our local matter show which is saturday at 11 or talk catholic which comes right after us at 12.30. Larry's Music Off, Sunday at 11 a.m. We have the Shepherd's Pie, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Or Dan and Tom with the 13th Apostle, which comes just before us at 11.30. Any of those shows and all the stuff you donate, you help these things come out. But what's also at the WQPH website, in addition to podcasts of our shows, is the prayer wall. Right on the prayer wall, support WQPH and get WQPH 24 hours a day, 7 days a week on WQPHradio.org. Thank you for listening to The 13th Apostle with Dan Duddy and Tom Caffrey. For more information on Dan, visit his website at www.danduddy.com or email dcduddy at gmail.com. Tom's website is faithpilgrims.com or email trcaffrey at faithpilgrims.com. How about you? Will you be The 13th Apostle?